Hi, this is Angie Meadows, and this is The Rock of Recovery. Today, we're just going to do a little short uh, segment on leadership guidelines. As I've observed leadership over the years, I've realized that we have honorable leaders and we have dishonorable leaders. And a lot of times, we don't have good examples of what an honorable leader looks like. Um, we know that Jesus was a servant and that made him an honorable leader and he said to his disciples he said i don't lord it over you like the leaders of the world you know the kings they would you know if they weren't happy with you they'd chop your head off <laughs> they were in charge and everything was about them and so we don't want to have dishonorable leaders we want to learn what it looks like to be an honorable leader we also want to look at uh, daniel and nebuchadnezzar in the book of daniel Daniel was a prince that was taken to Babylon out of Israel when Israel was taken cap captive. He was the son of a king. And he and his three buddies, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they all got taken into captivity. And the one thing that they decided was that they would never dishonor themselves, that they would uh, follow the one true and living God, that they would never, never bow to idols. And so they were honorable leaders. And it talks about Daniel on through um, the book of Daniel and how he was able to honor even um, ungodly leaders until they learned to trust him. And then he became uh, elevated in every position that they put him in just because he was so trustworthy to always be the same, to always be honorable. And um, Nebuchadnezzar wasn't always honorable. He was quite uh, selfish. He he was very arrogant, very prideful, and he was judged for that. And he went to the field for seven years uh, like an animal uh, as part of his dream. That was part of his uh, judgment for being a dishonorable leader. Um, he was driven to the field like a wild animal. And, and Daniel ran, probably ran his kingdom that whole time. And then when that time was over, he restored him back to his leadership. And so Nebuchadnezzar learned to trust Daniel. And he also was the only Gentile king to write scripture and to be recorded in the, in the Old Testament. So let's look at um, dishonorable leadership, uh, Nebuchadnezzar's leadership, the leadership of ungodly leaders would be anger. Now, honorable leadership would have a happy countenance. They may be firm, they, but they would be polite. You, you can do this or you cannot do this. But if you don't do this, then you may not like the consequence because you may not be able to keep a job here. <laughs> but they would have a happy countenance. They would, they would be firm, but they would be patient and kind. A dishonorable leader may use fear tactics. They may use threats and bullying. But an honorable leader is always going to be approachable. And he's always going to be patient and kind. And even if he disagrees with you, he's still going to be patient and kind. A dishonorable leader will, have reta will plan retaliation for being confronted or for being questioned, but not an honorable leader. An honorable leader will always be gracious. They'll hold others accountable, but they'll always be gracious. So a dishonorable leader will be hasty and rash and impatient but an honorable leader will treat everyone the same and he'll have a good self-identity he won't need for others to agree with him all the time 
He'll just need to know that he's making the right decisions and to be able to be confident in that. A dishonorable leader will be arrogant and prideful, but an honorable leader will, be, will have good boundaries in his life. He'll have humility. And humility would not be like a doormat, but it would be humility with boldness to be confident in himself. A dishonorable leader will value money and himself and projects and goals more than he will value people and others. But an honorable leader will, will circle himself with good mentors and good relationships to help hold himself accountable. A dishonorable leader will play favorites. An honorable leader will lead through serving. A dishonorable leader will cast confusion on situations and even blame shift. But an honorable leader will be humble. He'll lead with power under submission to his authority. So he'll learn to be a follower, a good follower, as well as to be a good leader. And he'll be, uh, he'll be quick to apologize if he has done wrong and to take responsibility in those areas. So a dishonorable leader will make emotional decisions not based upon principles, but based upon how he feels that day. An honorable leader will do what is right, no matter the consequences. A dishonorable leader will deny that there's even a problem. An honorable leader will be a good listener, and he'll listen to your problems, and then he'll listen to the potential solutions that you have for those problems, and he'll value your input. A dishonorable leader will deal only with superficial problems. An honorable leader will forgive easily. He'll coach the weaker ones and he'll encourage others. A dishonorable leader will ignore the main problem. An honorable leader will identify the root problems underneath all the superficial things. A dishonorable leader will not seek counsel. An honorable leader will seek many counselors and he'll get many people to tell him and their wisdom and how to help him make a decision. A dishonorable leader will ask for impossible things. An honorable leader will be able to plan and develop goals. A dishonorable leader will be unrealistic and, demand, and demanding. An honorable leader will be able to follow through with a plan. He'll always have the same level of emotional availability. And so a dishonorable leader will use bullying and verbal abuse, but not an honorable leader. An honorable leader will always be kind, but very, very firm. So let's go through these again. A dishonorable leader will be angry, use fear tactics, threaten and bully, retaliate for being confronted, be hasty and rash, be impatient, arrogant. They'll value money and self and projects and goals more than others. They'll hold grudges. They'll play favorites. They'll cast confusion and blame shift. They'll make emotional decisions not based upon principles. They'll deny a pro the main problems. They'll deal with superficial problems only. They'll ignore uh, issues that need to be dealt with. They'll not seek counsel. They'll ask you to do impossible things that are unrealistic and demanding. They'll bully and they'll use verbal abuse. But an honorable leader will always have a happy countenance, be approachable, patient and kind, gracious, holding themselves and others accountable. They'll treat everyone the same. They'll have a good self-identity, good boundaries, good mentors, and good relationships in their life. 
They'll be unemotional about their decision making. They'll make decisions based upon what's right and not on how they feel. They'll lead through serving. They'll be humble enough to lead with the power under the submission of their authority. They will do what is right no matter what the consequences. They'll be good listeners. They'll forgive easily. They'll coach the weaker ones, encourage others. They'll identify root problems. They'll seek many counselors. They'll be able to develop a plan and develop goals. And they'll be able to follow through with that plan. And they'll always have the same emotional availability to their the people that are under them. They'll always be kind, but very firm. So these are leadership guidelines. And if you're a leader in recovery, if you're a leader over a business, these are the guidelines that will help you find employees that want to be with you, that want to work with you, that want to honor you, that want to do a really good job. If I'm a dishonorable leader, I can expect to get employees that are dishonoring me. So I want to make sure that I'm honorable, that I'm working on myself. I'm working on lifting myself up out of that miry clay and setting my feet on the rock to stay so that I might be a godly leader and a good example to others. And so this was a leadership guidelines for the Rock of Recovery. And this is Angie Meadows, and we'll see you next time.